We didn't win without the Hancock. How to win because Jesus put it all on the line for you. The word of God tells us that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Let's go back over that. For God so loved the world. He loved his creation. He's seen that what he created was good. So he loved us before we even loved ourselves. So when you think about that, before you were born and God knew everything, God knows everything. He knew that you were going to be here. He knew that you were going to accept him. He knew it. He knows everything. Again, there is no way that you can get over him. There's no way you can get around him. There is no way at all that you can't win because of the fact that Jesus died for you. So if anybody tell you you can't win, let them know that that's a trick of the enemy and that's not true. Okay? Free, but it's not free because Jesus paid it all. So yes, salvation is free to us. In other words, we have to accept it as salvation. But Jesus is not going to force himself. God is not going to force himself on us. It's really up to us to make that decision. And whatever decision we make because we are free moral agents, what does that mean? We have a mind and we can choose to do whatever we want to do. Just like you seek out for the things that you want, we can actually seek out and see what God is telling us to do. But most of the time, because we are entertaining our flesh as this carnal man, we normally don't seek out what God is saying. But then remind, let me remind you, the word of God says that it's his spirit in us, both to will and to do that which he called us to do. So if you are on the winning side, it's because Christ called you. If you are on the winning side, it's because something in you is yearning for your father in heaven. And because of that connection and that fellowship, now you guys are becoming one. We are free moral agents. So in other words, when we come into the knowledge of good and evil, right and wrong, yes and no, we can make a decision whether we want to accept that or do we choose to do something opposite of that. We have to, you have to keep yourself up under the blood. Keep in mind this carnal nature and the enemy knows that if we are in our carnal nature, he can do anything he wants to do to us except those of us that are up under the blood. So you have to make a decision. It's a conscious decision. It's a spiritual enlightenment. And again, how do you become spiritually enlightened? By reading the word of God, by meditating, by allowing the Holy Spirit to guide us to all truth. You guys, it's not hard. You just have to make a decision. So many times in life, you have not made a decision. It doesn't matter from the simplest things in life. Oh, what do I want to eat? No, I want this. No, I want that. But the funny thing is, if you make up in your mind that this is what you're going to do, then your mind has to follow you. You have to. And you got to keep in mind, we have power. So we have to feed our mind just like we feed our body what we want it to have. And we have to feed our spirit what it needs in order to grow and to get better. But when we choose not to, so many times when we go through things, we, we don't bounce back because we let those thoughts keep festering in our brain and we just rehearse it over and over and over again. And when you think that you have gotten over it, 
Now, hear the enemy, <laughs> use somebody and bring that thought back up and have a discussion about that thing again. And now you find yourself thinking about it and getting mad all over again. And you have to remember to release the angels that God has assigned to your life to guard you, to protect you, to fight for you, to rage in battle for you. The whole purpose of the enemy is to keep us from understanding the magnitude of the love that God has for us. Because if we understand the magnitude of love that God has for us, we would know that we can win because Jesus put it all on the line for us. Not just put it on the line, he gave it all. He gave it all for us because he knew one day, yes, he knew one day that we was going to want the more of him, that we wanted that fellowship that only God can give. We want that fellowship that even in a relationship as husband and wife, they cannot replace God in your life. You got to know that you can win because of Jesus. You can win because the Holy Spirit was left here so we can win. You can win because he is there every step of the way to testify for you or testify against you. Let me give you a deeper meaning of what I'm talking about. I went to my godparents' church and I remember Bishop saying one day, he had someone representing um, the Holy Spirit. And he was just explaining that the Holy Spirit is always going to be with us. Because in the end, when it's time to stand before judgment, that is when the Holy Spirit is going to testify for us or he's going to testify against us. Every good gift and perfect gift come from above. Promotions come from above. You know, the word of God tells us, and I love, this is one of my favorite scriptures. The heart of the king is in God's hand and God would turn it whithsoever he would. So when we're standing on the bare promises of God and God sees that regardless it's unfavorable, but we trust him, you guys, oh, he will move mountains for you. He would do anything you ask him to do simply because as a joint heir, to the throne with Jesus, that's your inheritance. But what happens? Life get in the way. And we don't know how to decipher between life and, oh, I'm supposed to go through this. Everything that we go through is to perfect something in us or to get something out of us. The question is, are we in tune with the Holy Spirit to figure out which one it's supposed to do? It doesn't mean that everything is going to be comfortable. It doesn't mean that everything is going to be wonderful. It doesn't mean that we're going to understand everything. But I think what it really does mean that we have a confidence because we are joint heirs with Jesus and we are, child, we are children of the Most High God. So in situations, when we get in situations, ask the Lord how to look at it. Sometimes you're not ready to receive what you're asking for. And you have to be prepared to understand and to walk with Christ. So many times we're not, we're not, even though we're spiritual beings, we're not spiritual. We're thinking we're looking at this thing through the eye gate and we're thinking that everything is natural. And that is so far from the truth because rather you believe that you can win because Christ paid it all for you. It makes the decision or it makes the decision for you. Your belief makes that decision for you because whatever you believe is what you going to gravitate to. 
But the thing is, the difference is when you are uncomfortable, if you would separate what you're going through from whose you are, you will understand that this is all for my good. Because the word of God tells us that all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord. Those who are the called according to his purpose. Are you called according to God's purpose? Salvation is free from our father. But there's a requirement. It's a gift from God. And a gift is something given willingly to someone without payment. Without payment. So, again, when, when God gave his only begotten son, there was no payment for us because Jesus paid it all. Jesus died on the cross, stretched him high and wide. He died on the cross for us so that we can come to the Father boldly before the throne of grace. You, you got to know that this is, this is our inheritance because of who we are in God and whose we are. He already paid the price. You don't have to worry about it. He paid the price. Because Romans 5 and 8 says, But God shows his love for us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Y'all, we were sinners. Isaiah 1 and 18, Come now, let's reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be white. They shall become like wool. And 1 Peter 2 and 24, he himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, for by grace, you have been saved through faith. And this is not of your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works so that no one can boast. You guys, it's a gift from God. So you got to accept it like a gift. So when you do that, you got to know that it's your choice, but it's a sweet choice. So it doesn't mean that your life is going to get better. It just means you're more focused. Okay. John 3 and 16, everybody's favorite scripture when you first learn. But God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. There's so many scriptures. I I love him. <laughs> I love him. Um, even in my valley experience, it's like the Holy Spirit was just there. And he was there all the time. But now the relationship and the fellowship is just so real. Even when it's a bad situation, you can still allow God to talk to you. Make that decision today. You can win because Jesus already paid it all for you. Okay, this is Dr. Hancock. We need, we need you to like, subscribe, share, and comment. Send us a question. We'll be more than happy to answer it. Real talk.